Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 18th of March. There seems to be an inconsistency in financial markets at the moment. Different traders are focusing on different headlines and wartime headlines are not necessarily consistent. For those looking for positive news, there are hopes that China has turned against Russia's invasion of Ukraine and may therefore push for peace. Those who monitor Chinese state media have noted a change of tone. Russia also seems to have avoided default in the bond markets for now, having found $117 million in loose change down the back of the Kremlin sofas and sent it off to pay for bondholders. For those trading negative news, the US authorities do not seem optimistic on the prospects for peace talks between Ukraine and Russia, and the Pentagon has talked about the possibility of more overt nuclear threats coming from Russia. Oil prices are up over $100 a barrel for West Texas crude, and equity markets are mixed. Ultimately, markets like nice binary outcomes, and modern wars rarely offer anything so neat as a binary outcome. Volatility is likely to continue, with armchair strategists only adding to the confusion. In theory, central banks should be making binary decisions. The current situation offers two competing paths for central bank policy. Should central banks worry about the price inflation impact of higher energy prices or the growth deflation impact? Six weeks ago, the Bank of England seemed to be focused on the price inflation aspect. Yesterday's policy decision showed them to be more concerned with growth deflation, as the overall tone around the quarter-point rate increase was, if not dovish, at least cautious. Why raise rates at all if the bank is focused on growth concerns? Because the interest rates that were appropriate for a global pandemic are not the same as the interest rates that are appropriate for the consequences of war in Ukraine. The neutral level of interest rates required a rate rise yesterday. Growth concerns argue against too many increases happening too quickly. In China, the Covid restrictions in Shenzhen have been eased in four districts and a special economic zone. The restrictions were not a lockdown in the 2020 sense, and so the easing of these restrictions is not likely to have too dramatic an impact on economic activity, as economic activity was not that disrupted in the first place. However, markets have tended to overreact. Just the word lockdown has traders quaking in their Gucci loafers. So the announcement of fewer restrictions is likely to impact sentiment more than it impacts reality. Finally, there have been media reports of panic buying of products in parts of Europe. This time, it's not toilet paper but things like pasta and vegetable oil. Of course, what happens is that there is a surge in demand in the short term that supply cannot possibly hope to meet. In some cases, this will result in higher prices. In other cases, it will result in shortages. In the future, this demand will drop, and indeed will probably drop below normal as people start to use the stockpiled goods rather than shop for fresh supplies. The pattern applies, for different reasons, to toilet paper in 2020, pasta in 2022, and the global durable goods supply in 2021. The surge in demand for toilet paper and pasta doesn't matter to economics. 
the rise and fall of demand for durable goods at a time of record durable goods supply is going to be a lot more interesting. Investors worried about longer-term inflation could possibly learn a useful lesson from price behaviour during and after a panic-buying episode for pasta. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.